B-Pod Studios. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Checkpoint Daily. On today's show we'll be talking about Netflix buying their first official game studio. Could this be a sign of where Netflix gaming is headed? Also, the new world, the biggest MMO to hit the streets lately, but is it really worth all the hype? And also, we'll have Weird Beard's Indie Corner, where he shares with us the latest small gaming experience you can take advantage of. And we will close the show today talking about Activision Blizzard. We alluded to it on yesterday's show, but they have to pay up to the tune of $18 million. We'll tell you why this isn't the end of the story. This is Checkpoint Daily. The latest esports and gaming news. Checkpoint XP Daily has got you covered. Find it online at checkpointxp.com. Get in the game. Hey, what's up, y'all? Checkpoint Daily back one more time, hitting you in the face with even more video game news and discussions. Uh, Your host, Norris Howard, here, as always, joined by only the best crew in all of video games media. And I mean that. To my left, La Barba Obscura. What's up? I. We were just talking about this off air. My kid had another half day today. Do you guys remember having as much? Because I feel like she gets half days, days off, snow days, everything. No, all it is, the time. no, the, I think the no. difference is now that they could go to like the the online classes. It makes it a little bit easier. No, the children are weak. I, That's I, what it is. I remember is? being uh, like growing up, and the only time they would cancel school for us was when we it was so cold that kids weren't legally allowed to wait at bus stops anymore. Uh, so you, <laughs> Pretty we much, were, we were even supposed to. We didn't have buses in my. Neither did we. So we had to walk, and that so buses. And getting to school wasn't an issue. So. No, nah, we had to take the legit city bus, which was the most dangerous shit. Yeah. Like, like yeah. legitimately. There's like, a reason, yeah, walking is less dangerous than, like, getting a bus there. I guess the ice and the Yeah, whatever, but I, I don't know. Irritating. I don't remember having a lot of—I had way more in high school than I had in elementary or middle school, that's for sure. You're lucky. Yeah, so that was that was pretty cool. Robbie Landis was cracking. I'm this, on vacation already. I was about to say, yeah, this is your last day this week. You are already moving, out of here. along. All right. <laughs> Chad Callahan. Uh, I'm excited because uh, the PTB for Dead by Daylight just announced a new character, which essentially changes the game. Really? Yeah. It's a witch character. Okay. And in the game previously, only killers had these, what they call hex totems, mm-hmm. which, you know, if you destroy them, that removes their perk. Now, uh, survivors have totems. Uh, because of the so you can character. so you can debuff the survivors basically. essentially so yeah they'll have one that's like if you're within 28 meters of this like totem mm-hmm. you can uh you don't see scratch marks of your the, the 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 killer can't see your scratch marks when you run and then your healing is also up in another totem so it's like 95 percent right, faster so right. it's a cool little thing that they're doing right now a ton of changing changes. the game up changing the game up DVD. Yeah, I see. I'm happy. I've made it to floor eight in Guilty Gear Strive. I am only two more floors away from Celestial. You're getting there. Which means uh, at that point when you get to Celestial, you're playing with, with tournament-ready players, with basically Ooh. pros. So I'm two floors from pro level. Uh, you going pro in Guilty Gear? No, no. Because this, the moment I hit floor eight, it was just like, ha, 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 still trash. You just want to touch grass, man. Like, you got to yeah, still that's keep it. that piece of you. Yeah, that's it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I can't devote that level of time to it. But if man. I get to floor 10, I will chalk it up as I am good at this game. Yeah, I, I feel like that's the way that I feel about platinum in Apex. If mm-hmm. I want to get any higher than platinum, I need more time. Yeah, exactly. So I get to floor 10. I'll be feeling good. 
Um, and I'll be, you know, pretty much wiping the floor with just about anybody I come across. Uh, so I'll be playing a lot more of that, both on stream and off stream. And you know what? I want to say this to anybody who's looking to learn Guilty Gear. Uh, holler at me when I'm on stream. I am willing to practice and lab with anybody on stream. If you have questions, if you have any, you know, tips that you want on any fighting game besides fucking Melty Blood and Eunice, uh, I will help you. So give me uh, Dolphin Girl. I just want Dolphin Girl May, all the time. May's, yes. May's dope. She's May, dope. May is a character I struggle with fighting against because she can just she could put you in blackstone from everything. But anyway, with all that said, here's what's happening in the world of gaming. Now, Netflix, uh, the world's first and foremost streaming company, uh, has announced that they are buying the video game studio Night School Studios. And they're going to be working on rolling out five mobile gaming titles in Europe. Now, if you are unfamiliar with Night School, they are the makers of Oxenfree, which is known for its soundtrack. They but, also did uh, After Party, mm-hmm. where uh, you have to basically go on a party in hell and also escape it. The one game Fun. in my backlog, I gotta play, and I just have not found the time to play it, but I'm very excited to play uh, that game. So, you know, I, I want to see what this studio is all about. I'm definitely going to play it. But what does this signify to you guys? Because I think it's smart of them to go to mobile game route first and foremost, uh, because it's just a lower I, uh, investment. I, I like that they're not just trying to... They're not going the Amazon route, which is to make your own studio with nothing that's necessarily endemic or, mm-hmm. or proven, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, they have a game right now that's doing all right, I guess. But let's not forget about the three or four games that, that just were straight well, out canceled, yeah. right? Yeah. So I like that they're going after, uh, you know, even if it's a smaller studio, it's still a proven studio. They have made a competent game and that's the first step for me in seeing them turn properties into your you know turn properties into games that don't harken back to how terrible most gaming adaptations are when you try to turn them into games. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it and to see, you know, what they could do. They own a lot of IPs, so they have the ability to be able to pull from those. And I think by having a studio in house, it kind of shortens that you know, that communication. I, I also think too, like like if you're Netflix, you don't want to like try and make a triple A sixty hour game. Right? No. If you are trying to capture your current audience, while there are obviously gamers there, by and large, what you want is for someone to sit down and watch like a Stranger Stranger Things, get done with it, want more of that, but they probably only have a few hours to dedicate Mm -hmm. to it. So if they can download a new experience in the form of a game that's actually set up and, and delivers like a good narrative, whatever it is that you're looking for, in one or two sittings... I think that that would be perfect. Plus, I mean, you get, uh, start with expectations low. Why would you yes. come in at the top and try to like promise, you know, the Stefan Molyneux uh, uh, under 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 promise over deliver? Yeah, mm-hmm. like, dude, just do a couple easy ones. Get them under your belt. Small mobile games, maybe a, a console or PC release that's like itty bitty. Kind of work your way up to to delivering experiences like how Life is Strange started out. Well, yes. and the, and the thing that I'm very 
concerned about it. it we're not concerned that I'm happy they're taking this route is because I don't want Netflix to Netflix their video games. I don't want them to put out a halfway decent game and then just say, ah, well, fuck it, no follow-up. Or, yeah. ah, well, fuck it, we're well, not supporting you- it. No patches, no nothing. Oh, well, we're not going to do this and do that. Because let's not front. Like, Netflix is good for abandoning anything that is not doing numbers right now today. And so I, I, I'm happy to see that they're going with a mobile. Because first of all, it's going to be easier to monetize a mobile game. 100%. Um, because people are more okay with microtransactions in mobile games. So, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Chad. You wanted to jump in there. Uh, well, I was just going to say, on top of that, you have to think of all the, the partnerships that they've just announced like a few months ago with Mm -hmm. ubisoft with you know cd project red konami like if you're gonna go out there and be like yeah we're also a triple a studio now and then but they're kind of looking at you like well why aren't you giving it to one of us Mm -hmm. you know yeah and i mean netflix has triple a studio money but i don't know if they have triple a studio staffing they don't have you know they don't have that they they don't have literally bring in some a triple a studio yeah Bethesda style? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yep, and again, I think that's the same thing that, that Amazon is realizing that they were falling prey to up to this point. Yeah, they're they not going to be able to do it in-house without something that's already there. But speaking of Amazon, only the hottest MMO right now, this side of Final Fantasy fourteen, The New World. I thought you were going to say the hottest CEO, speaking of Amazon. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, <laughs> This game seems to have taken Twitch by storm, of which I am not surprised because Amazon owns fucking Twitch. We, so, of course, the bet, new world is all Yeah, do we over. want to bet that any partners playing this, it was mandated, you have to play X amount of hours? Partners? Uh, I don't think no. it's mandated. I don't I think it's mandated. Highly suggested? I don't think it's mandated. I think all partners may have gotten it and got some, like, in-game currency and shit for to free. To be fair, this is, this is a free MMO. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, you gotta take that. I, I, don't, I can't think of another free MMO outside of like fourteen El, El, up to sixty. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online, or Elder Chad, Scrolls like, Online. That's true. M- m- Almost okay. all Super MMOs besides are free now. Fourteen I, is the last. Wow, and fourteen. Wow and 14 are yeah, two, Wow and fourteen are the which last. Are the two biggest. Well, yeah, because Hence why you pay I'm them. saying it's really like honestly, I guess Desert, whatever Black, that Black one is, like Desert's free, Fantasy Star but, Online, Neverwinter, Guild like, Wars Two, Eve Online is free, Terra's free. I don't think of those as the top Blade Lord of the Rings Online is free. Online. Yep, You're, that's free. Yet I would never think of those as the so. Top the tier. point is, is Chad just said something that was categorically untrue. Either way, Not though, really. this <laughs> is the top tier MMO. I mean, I here's the point that I'll back Chad up on. It's Amazon, as scummy of a company as they are. Even though you know what the market is, like they just started charging people nine dollars for every Whole Foods delivery mm. after making it free. Yeah. It, it could be, you know what I mean? Like they, it could easily be a, a sub fee for this. Yes, MMO, like yes. something. So at the very least, they go, okay, we understand where we're at. We need to make this free. I also think that as New World has come out, um, it hasn't been earth shattering. You know what I mean? Like, what would it have been Correct. like? What would it have been like had they made people pay for something? Oh, that, it, that's, be, that's the point. It'd be panned. And, and here's the thing. And, and, and I'm going to just go out and say this, all right? If you're getting into the MMO game right yeah. now, okay, your shit got to be revolutionary. Because we've seen so much from MMOs. Wow, between WoW and really other games like Guild Wars and uh, and ESO, between those games, EVE Online, I would say those will probably be the four 
MMOs that I would consider truly revolutionary. They are so different and done so many things in MMOs that every other MMO copies from them. Even yeah. 14 is not revolutionary outside of its its main story, which is Square Enix. So I expect yeah. that to be good. But it's not revolutionary in the gameplay sense. So you have the new world, which comes out. Everybody seems to be super excited about it. And then I watch it and I go, this is fucking black desert with conquistadors. Like that is what the game is. And I would much rather just go play black desert. Are, let, let me ask you this. Cause, cause I've been following it lightly. Are people excited about it or are they just talking about it? Because there's a difference there. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, not sure. I, I think no people idea. just are talking about it because they think because that it's it, new. Yeah, because they think it Thank could you. be a thing. Because all the people that I've watched or seen talking about it, it it's it's like you said, it's nothing revolutionary. Mm-hmm. They're like, all right, it's out. It's it's not it's bad. Fine. Yeah, it's not bad. But what's what's the reason? Like like, but it, like this is the not first bad. time that I haven't got like real FOMO about a game because I look at it, I don't see them doing anything new in in as you said, conquistadors. Like it, but can how do you mess up fantasy? Can can Amazon, right? The people who own Twitch, the most one the one biggest companies ever to exist in human history, right? Can they afford to be putting out okay? Right. If, if if this is their foray into video games as a first party studio, how many times can they have failures and OKs? Because I don't see this game living beyond when Endwalker comes out, because when Endwalker for 14 comes out, it is going to destroy this game because everybody who is now in 14, we've said it many times on the show, Robbie, this is supposed to be the era in which 14 is supposed to be at its lowest point, and it's not. It's the exact opposite. The, the other thing to keep in mind, too, is what makes MMOs live or die, because right now everyone's leveling up. They're doing that middling content. Once they hit, the, that once is they hit not level what cap. MMOs are about. Once they hit the, the end, end game. game content. And even games like Destiny you know, 2 have had issues with keeping up that loop. So it could be the hottest thing of the year right now, but in two months' time, if people hit level cap and the gameplay loop isn't there... It's dead in the water. Yeah, I, I watched T Pain stream it a oh, little nice. bit last night. What T Pain thing? And, and T Pain, where I came in at, he was frustrated with the game mm. because he, all his quests for the past like four hours had all come from one guy. He was like, I'm not seeing the rest of the world. Yeah, I'm, you just deal with one person. You dealing with one guy. He's like, that. This is not what MMOs are. It's supposed to give me this wide sweeping world building narrative and i'm stuck in this same fuck ass area with everybody else and for me that is the antithesis of what an mmo is supposed to be i have no desire to play colonizer the video game i have no desire to play another mmo in general but um I was interested to see what they were doing with this, and I just look at it, and I just go, okay, here we go. Let's, Rick, you say it all the time, game development by committee. How many boxes does it tick? Moody, dark setting. Tick. Dark Souls style, art style. Tick. Stolen assets from, uh, from, um, uh, not Valheim, from uh, the Viking, the other Viking, Assassin's Creed Viking style. Yeah, sure. Check. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it just feels so paint by numbers in some instances that I feel like there's other MMOs on the market with more unique experiences that 
just go play those, and they're also free. So, I, I mean, I, I hope what I see improves. Obviously, I will, I will before I make a full judgment, I will have to get my hands on it, play it myself. So I may do that over the weekend just to just to have a real opinion about it. Uh, but from what I see, I'm just I'm just not impressed. Yeah, I think like in 2021 right now, uh, I would rather game big game studios, which Amazon should be considered, yeah. just because they the resources. Yeah, uh, if it's not going to be earth shattering, don't do it. Don't do it. It's just middling yeah. vanilla stuff is never going to impress. I mean, I, I mean, in chat, you've you've played 14 a little bit. There are moments in 14 or WoW or even EVE. We do a story like every month about some crazy shit that's happening in EVE and costs people hundreds of thousands of dollars. <sighs> we have, you know, you, you go to WoW and WoW's world and, and the story and the, and the community of WoW is a story unto itself. It's built that community. 14 is just fucking beautiful. It, it is for MMO. It probably shouldn't look that good. Yeah. Um, I don't see the thing that old world has that puts it above every other. And it's MMO. weird because there's no like you know different races. There's no classes. It's just you create a character and go. And, Everyone and starts go. from the same like scratching place, which you know arguably fine. So it's like, like you 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 build you you play the way you want to build. Yeah, but it just feels weird because like usually in these games, there's always some type of issues because of you know this race hates this race mm-hmm. you know torn you know horde versus alliance kind mm-hmm. of stuff i mean base level without having played it i don't feel that immediately yeah. going in i can't choose what is anything. the what is what is the conflict you're drawn yeah. to like uh, am i just farming is that like no you're colonizing See, yeah, but what, who am i colonizing <laughs> there's no there's no conflict if there's no class or that's, race system that, that's the other thing that that, that a lot of mmos for, for me at least ha- have a tough time doing and again when, again when i look at it it it's boring because i don't even see the fantasy there it's yeah. just it's just it's just humans history. going to and it's not even history because history again, it's no not even history system. there's no race system it's just like uh, I here's get, a bunch of white folks go have fun I mean, sure arguably you can make <laughs> these people like whatever race you want yeah but like there's no it, there isn't a race yeah at the same time which let's be honest in real life in that time period that's would not never how, happen that's not how it works <laughs> that's, not how, it's that's work. not how it works so uh just, yeah it seems like it's uh, an easy escape for them to just get get around that yeah talking about it yeah which is just ugh, it just is icky anyway weird beard is here to give us his latest indie game experience for you guys to go check out so weird beard what you got oh man there's a lot of really good games coming out right now if you happen to have uh any opportunity to just piss away some time please let us know because i have <laughs> I was say, what does that feel like so many options too. uh but the one that i want to bring to you today is originally i was going to bring you potion craft alchemist simula- simulator but i feel like i was going to get clown for it so instead we're going with timberborn timberborn oh is a game that features you as beavers Hold and on. you it's a building sim so oh. not only are you building yo but yo you, you terraform in it you're yo. the little beaver i'm in i'm in <laughs> I i'm dance. in yes I, first of all first of all i'm with chad who the fuck don't like beavers yes all right 
Second of all, <laughs> <clears throat> phrasing. Um, okay, but, so you're okay with colonizing if it's beavers? Yeah, hell yes. <laughs> because look, but they're not look, look. They're not ruining the ecosystem. That's there's fair. no there's no smog shooting into the air. There's no and they were probably there before any of the humans. Exactly. Are. There's That's no true. beaver genocide oh, happening. There was smoke coming out of those. There's pipes. no beaver genocide. Okay, but, is yeah, my so they, point. They have timber tech, so it's like it, this. Essentially, is a game that's like Age of Empires. I, I like this with a little bit of. Uh, I like this. It's like so uh, much. Was the uh, Animal Crossing? Yeah, a little bit. Look, yeah. look, they're reforesting. You're right. Okay. They're reforesting. They're so you, that's part of what you have to do is you have to do lots of uh, lots of uh, resource management here. So right. So it's like if you were to take all the trees away, there could be uh, you know the the ground goes barren, or if you mm. use up all the water, there's droughts that you have to do. So mm. it's like ecosystem management on like a sim city style cross with an age of empires where you click and drag and whoa lo, lo, all of the people you know all of the yeah. it, it reminds the me time. it reminds me of uh frostpunk yes. which which was another city builder slash resource management game that you could not just go like because mostly in these kind of games you just go and hoard as many resources as you can mm. and then you build and you win the game but uh, in Frostpunk, it was like, no, you don't have trees. So you got to figure out which, when you do get trees, how do you use them? So this looks cool. I think it's got a cool aesthetic. I'm never going to hate again. Look, this might be the resource management game I actually get my wife to play. <laughs> it, it's, it's super cool. Twenty four ninety nine. You can pick it up right now. Nice. The music is so good that they also sell it as a bundle with the game uh, for thirty one ninety eight. It's been okay. on Steam for two weeks. Uh, one of the other really cool things that I'd like to say is that there's a really large community around this game. Oh my god, have they built assets? Yes. Yes! And so it's, it's why I love City Skylines! It's like all the 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 people that are into it are really into it. And uh, you know, according to some of our public data trackers right now, it looks like this game is going to make upwards of like three million dollars. Right now it's at like one point nine million for being on Steam for two weeks. So uh it's it's doing pretty good. I am so on board with this, Rick. <laughs> cool. This is this might have been my favorite announcement outside of that kaiju fighting game you showed me. I'm telling you, I got some I got some deep pulls These, here. That that's a banger. What's the name of that one more time for the people? Timberborn. Remember because it's a uh, with beavers. So Timberborn. All right, Timberborn. Check it out. <laughs> it's going on my list right now. Anyway, that's gonna be it for part one. In part two, we're gonna be talking a little bit about Activision Blizzard. They have hit with a settlement, $18 million, but we'll tell you why this is not the end. Coming up, we got more on Checkpoint Daily. Bring the heat. Share your thoughts on socials with us at Checkpoint XP on Facebook and Twitter. You could even be featured on tomorrow's show. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Checkpoint Daily. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social medias at Checkpoint XP on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. Uh, also, slide over to our website, CheckpointXP.com, for even more news and stories. Now, obviously, we've been following the Activision Blizzard story for many moons, and we have gotten our first hit of restitution for a lawsuit, not the lawsuit, but a lawsuit uh, that Activision was hit with. The U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission filed a legal complaint against Activision. Uh, this was earlier this month or earlier this year. 
and the EEOC. They've come with a decision, and Activision is going to have to pay out $18 million to this particular cohort. And uh, this is the first, uh, I'm not going to say this is the other shoe dropping, but it is definitely uh, the the tip of the heel. Well, it shows what's, what's probably going to be happening over yeah. the next couple of months. Yeah. Um, so essentially, uh, according to the reporting here from Zach Zweizen from Kotaku, which is uh, Activision Blizzard must create an $18 million fund to compensate and make amends to eligible claimants. Any amounts not used for the claimants will be divided between charities that advance women in the video game industry or promote awareness around harassment, gender equality issues, as well as company diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives as approved by the EEOC. So this is a court-mandated thing. This is something they're going to have to do. Uh, they're going to have to create this fund, and some employees at Activision Blizzard will be getting a cash settlement. Um, but how do you guys feel about this? Because, again, this is not the major California lawsuit. This is not the uh, uh, Security and Exchange Commission investigation. This I, is just the one from the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. I, I, I really hope that the other lawsuits uh, uh, and cases don't go this route. Uh, honestly, I think that this one is a win for Blizzard. Um, I believe that this this uh, this case became known, according to this article here, uh, uh, last week. Mm-hmm. And they've already reached a settlement, which means this is probably a number that Blizzard is happy with. Uh, especially considering that uh, in the same uh, article here, it mentions that uh, Kotick will be receiving effective compensation of $154 million this year. Yep. Um, so, like, look, some, some people who got mistreated are going to get compensation. That's good. But I don't see this as Blizzard being held responsible no, for No, I mean, listen, anything. listen, Bobby Kotick's net worth is a little over half a billion. Oh my god. Right? His salary is 30 million a year. Yeah, really. He literally could pull this out of his pocket and pay for it himself. So, for me, the thing that I'm frustrated about is the dollar amount. This reminds me of, you know, if you've ever followed traditional sports where some player does something really dumb, you know, he 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 takes off with his kid, you know, kidnaps his own kids, or he hits his wife or his girlfriend or something, and then they get like a six-game suspension and a $100,000 fine. That is nothing. What is that? That's vacation. That's vacation. What is that? You just paid me to not come to work for a month. Awesome. So, you know, the the way I look at it is $18 million to a company the size of Activision Blizzard is couch change, okay? It's not a real it's not a real punishment. You know what I mean? It's like you ever got in trouble at home and you did something you know was more fucked up than what you got in trouble for? Like, yeah. You know, like that's how it feels. And for me, I just feel like if we are going to be serious about this kind of stuff, if we're going to be serious about discrimination in the workplace, if we're going to be serious about sexual assault, if we're going to be serious about any of this stuff, the punishments got to fit the crime. And I'm sorry, $18 million is not enough, in my opinion, for what is a clear, what is alleged to be a rampant culture of discrimination and sexual harassment. Well, even that, like, it's like the fines that the government gives to Apple whenever Apple breaks the law. And you're like, okay, but 
that's just like built into the cost of doing business for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is not eighteen million dollars. I'm not saying that they need to bankrupt the company, right? But it needs to be painful. It need you know what I mean? Like it needs to be something that they can't just be like, oh well. We're going to put some stuff in, you know, the, or we'll take all the proceeds from the new Diablo, too, and pay that off and then just keep making money afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it needs to be something that sets a precedent so that it doesn't happen again. And I feel like $18 million, even though it seems like a large dollar amount to you and I as nor- right. normal human beings, as a business, that's not – that's like a tax deduction. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, I, I there, just – There look, probably is something somewhere that allows them to deduct that from their tax. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, because if, because if the claimants don't come out and get all of the $18 million, it goes to charity, which I'm sure they can write off on their taxes. So um, it, it just continues to frustrate me, and especially in the same week – where somebody like R. Kelly is found guilty of all the crazy shit that he's done. I just look at it and say, you know, let's let's just step it up a fucking little bit. Like, can we? Just a little. So uh, Bobby Kotick put out a statement following the ruling saying that uh, there is no place anywhere at our company for discrimination, harassment, or unequal treatment of any kind. I'm grateful to the employees who bravely shared their experiences. I am sorry that anyone had to experience inappropriate conduct, and I will remain unwavering in my commitment to bust your unions, excuse me, to make Activision (laughs) Blizzard one of the world's most inclusive, respected, and respectful workplaces. So, I mean, again... You didn't even write that. That came from a a secretary somewhere. Boilerplate stuff. Um, and, and again, it just continues to be frustrating, this whole thing, this whole saga. But this is not the end. This is not the end. I just want to put this out there to anybody listening. There are still a few other court cases pending. There is still a federal government investigation coming from the Security Exchange Commission. We do not know what could happen. And if one is going to hurt the most, it's going to be that one, the Security and Exchange Commission. Because if they can find, if, if they find that essentially they lied to their shareholders, that is big trouble. That's big trouble. So we will see Activision Blizzard is all of a sudden going to disappear from, you know, the world. It ain't going to happen. But no. uh, I'm with Weird Beer. If you're going to be serious about this, be serious about this. Exactly. this it's right. like you're just wasting time if it's yeah. 18 mil. Yeah. So anyway, that's going to be it for this episode of Checkpoint Daily. We'll be back here tomorrow. As always, hitting you with even more esports and gaming news. For Weird Beer, Robbie Landish, Chad Callahan, I am your host, Norris Howard. And I promise you tomorrow's show will not end on such a dour note. I promise you. <laughs>